Blog Talk Radio. To got clutter, get organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. And hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes and Stitcher Radio and tune in. Thank you so much. And of course, welcome to my Blog Talk Radio community and those who may be joining me in the chat room. I hope you are having a great start to your week, and I want to say, even though it's Monday, Happy Father's Day to all of you dads and uncles and godfathers and and mentors and brothers. I just want to say happy Father's Day. Because you can celebrate Father's Day the entire month of June, Paula, you know, um, because you do so much for so many of us. Well, of course, today's sponsor is Audible.com, and we have who has over 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice when you go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And of course, in the next uh, half hour, I will be sharing my audiobook pick pick for the week. Pick for the week. Well, tonight, as I just started out, Happy Father's Day. And it's all about celebrating dads, and I am excited because Anne Strickland, fellow podcast host, author, speaker, minister, mother of wisdom, will be joining me, and we'll be chatting about the men who are fathers in our lives. And, of course, the next half hour is Taylor Chip time, and as well as my product suggestion, my app suggestion, and my repurpose suggestion week, and I will make an announcement. Janet's taking a vacation, yes. I know it's big news. So, yes, I'll be taking, like, a mini vacation, so I wanted to share that with you as well. But before I bring on Ann Strickland, I did some research on the history of Father's Day. And it says the modern version of Father's Day celebration oriented in the United States of America, and thereafter the tradition spread in countries around the world. And... The world owes thanks to Miss Sonora Lewis Smart Dodd, a loving daughter from Spokane, Washington, and it's because of her struggle that Father's Day saw the light of day. The idea of Father's Day celebration originated when Sonora's mind, when her she had a chance to listen to a Mother's Day sermon in 1909. Fairly mature at the age of 27, she pondered, if there's a day to celebrate mothers, why not fathers? She felt strongly for fathers because of the affection she received from her own father, Mr. William Jackson Smart, a Civil War veteran, and because her mother died while in childbirth when she was 16 and her father raised the newborn and five other children with love and care. She was so inspired that she began a rigorous campaign to celebrate Father's Day in the United States. 
She went to the Spokane Ministerial Association and the local Young Men's Christian Association, which is the YMCA, supported her cause. As a result, Spokane celebrated its first Father's Day in 1910, June 1910. Though there was an initial hesitation, the idea gained gradual popularity all over the United States came to be celebrated in the cities across the country. And, of course, President Calvin Coolidge supported the idea as a National Father's Day in 1924 to establish more immediate relations between fathers and their children. And then President Lyndon Johnson signed a presidential proclamation declaring the third Sunday of June to be Father's Day in 1966. Then in 1972, President Nixon established a permanent national observance of Father's Day to be held on the third Sunday of June. And, of course, the woman in 1974 who started all this was honored in 1974. So I thought that was a nice little history in the background of Father's Day because Mother's Day gets so much attention, which is why I wanted to celebrate fathers. And now I am bringing on the wonderful Anne Strickland. Good evening, Anne. Good evening. How are you? I'm doing Can you wonderful. hear me? I'm, yes, I can hear you. Okay, all right. You know, I am so I glad you read that. You know, I did I didn't know the history behind it because one of the um explanations of father or dad that I checked out really relates to what you said about the person who was the founder or and who had a father there who mother had passed away. And this is very interesting. Because it's, this is said, Dad, when I was born, you were there to catch me. When I fell, when I when I fall, whenever and wherever, you were you were there for me. Mm-hmm. And where mm-hmm. I was, you were there for me to teach me the whole dictionary of need be. When I took my first steps, you were there to encourage on, encourage me on. When I had my first day at school. You were there to give me advice and help me with my homework. I still haven't finished school or walked down the aisle or hand my first child, but I know you will be there for me through all these times, and so I just wrote this to say I love you, Dad. Also, when I was growing up in Charlotte, North Carolina, one of my Mm -hmm. best friends their father was raising them. I never saw their mother. She had passed away at childbirth. She, they'd had about six children. Wow. And the father was there. He was very quiet, Mr. Ford. He was very quiet. But the children were raised by, you know, one of the oldest daughters and the father. And you're talking about a great family. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's amazing because they are, I'm still we're still friends after all of these years, but a great family the the boys and the girls. No one ended up in prison. No one. Oh, none of them were on drugs. It's amazing. All yeah, those I years mean, back Dad. and here, this father and I hadn't thought about that until you read this. And this is mm-hmm. what happened in this family. And there are other families where the fathers are raising the children, and that's mm-hmm. where we really mm-hmm. need to uh, 
celebrate while we really need to celebrate the Father's Day even more. And, you know, yeah. on, the, on the other side of this, there are mothers who have raised both, you know, mm-hmm. without their children without a father, and they had to be most, 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 mother. both mother and father. But mm-hmm. it is, it is, I just I just thank God and my hat goes off to the fathers who have been there for their children, the fathers mm-hmm. who would like to have been there for their children's but their children but for some reason or another they were not there for the children uh at the time they were growing up and I'm seeing cases where the children are starting to meet their fathers in later years. And then mm-hmm. there are fathers who have adopted children because we had this yep. case in my family, and he is an awesome man, an awesome. He was an awesome father to my, my one of my grandchildren. So in their family, so my hat goes off to fathers and grandfathers or whatever men who had to raise and be a father to a child boys or girls to a father to to show them and direct them and counsel them and just love on them. So I just thank God for this opportunity. And uh, Janet, I want to share a little about my father. <laughs> yeah, I was going to you know, ask you. As I started writing things down father. about my father, the mm-hmm. first thing came to my mind, and I hadn't thought about it. Because, you know, I was born you know, in 1931. So this was a Mm -hmm. long time ago in Charlotte, North Carolina. And my father worked for Warner Brothers Film Exchange. But, you know, as I started writing, I never heard my father come home, complain about the job or complain Mm -hmm. about the people. Never, Mm -hmm. ever in all those years. And, And he retired from there. And, you know, he would always come home with something good to say about people. He would come home mm-hmm. with, to make you laugh or if there's someone nice that happened during the day, and whether it was at work or outside of work, because he was right there in Center City, you know, in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And and it was, it was always the positive things. And I remember, you know, how he would borrow the cars from the people that he worked for and drive us around. And I encourage fathers now uh, to you may not have money to go these big places, but take your children for a ride. Take oh, yeah. them for a ride I, yeah. out in, in in the better places. Just ride around the city or just outside the city, and just let them see what's outside of the neighborhood. Because yeah. a lot of people yeah. have not been outside of the neighborhood. The children. And, yeah. and, and, you know, nowadays almost everybody has a car. I mean, I won't say everybody, yeah. I say almost everybody has a car. And even mm-hmm. though you may not have any money, you could just drive around. That's what we used to do. Daddy would take yeah. us places and, and show us the nicer houses and and mm-hmm. take us to the airport. And I didn't know back then that <laughs> the airplane had just been invented, so we would go to the airport and see the planes <laughs> take off. It was exciting to us, but we didn't yeah. know this was beginning <laughs> so uh, and 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 the other thing I, I i was thinking about with my father janet was you know my mother passed away when i was 16 and, and mm-hmm. i that's why i came to philadelphia when i graduated from high school 
and lived with my aunts. So when I got ready to, to, when I was engaged to be married for my wedding, my father, even though he was older, he drove all the way up to Philadelphia by himself. My uncle was supposed to come with him, but my uncle was too slow getting getting ready and Dad mm-hmm. wanted to make sure he was here on time. He drove all night alone. But just as we were getting ready to march down the aisle, he broke down in tears, Janet. Mm. Because he said, oh, if your mother was only here to mm-hmm. see this. Oh, my goodness. I said, Daddy, you have to stop crying. But enough about my father. But I want to encourage mothers. Mm-hmm who's raising children without the fathers being in the house, I want to please ask the mothers, please don't say anything negative against your father to your children. You Mm -hmm. might be very angry with the man, but the children don't need to hear this because that's their father. You're Mm -hmm. talking about their father, and they don't Mm -hmm. need to for you to help them grow up hating their father. And now this is another thing my father said. Now I have to say it, Janet, I mentioned it to you the other day. My father used to always say to us, and I didn't know what he meant. He said, my children don't owe me anything. I owe them everything. He said, because it was through my pleasure that they're here Mm -hmm. in this world. And Mm. I didn't know what he meant until I was grown. But he used to (laughs) say that. And mothers remember that also, and fathers. Your children are here. It was through your pleasure that they're here. So they don't owe you anything. Mm -hmm. And and the best you can do is is speak nice to them about their mother or to their father. Mm Mhm. So don't don't and because they're they're they have experienced and heard and know some cases where women take their anger out on the children. They're mad at the fathers mm-hmm. and they take yeah. the anger out on the children and they're hurting the children. They're not hurting the father. They're hurting the children. So I want the mothers to really, really control yourself and and speak yeah. if you if you don't either don't talk to them at all about the father or when you do say something, say something nice because you did see something good about the man. You you did mm-hmm. see something good. So at yeah. one time or another, but you ended up getting angry with it. But, you know, t- turn your hurts into your harvest. Forgive the husband. Forgive the man. If he's not your husband, forgive him and, and, and move on and, and walk in the spirit of love a spirit of love and peace and joy. And just in, in, in the wives who are there with their husbands, compliment your husbands. Compliment the fathers because they need that compliment. You might think, well, you know, I used to think men couldn't feel bad or men didn't have any feelings. I really thought men were so strong that they couldn't get mm-hmm. hurt or anything, but they do hurt sometimes on their jobs. Yeah. You know, things come up against them. And but they're not gonna come home and tell you, you know, because they they don't want to, you know, it might be pride or something, but they don't want to come home crying that somebody's hurt their feelings or something. 
or they've been walked over for a promotion, which I've seen happen over and over and over again mm-hmm. on some of these positions. Mm-hmm. We went through it uh, during my marriage. And I, I just want to thank God for my husband also because my husband was one who was a great provider. And mm-hmm. uh, and now my children are telling me things that he said to them, which I was glad of, and he wouldn't allow him Janet, I would I would be, you know, some of the music, and he listened to the words. I listened to the beat, you know. I, <laughs> he would listen to the word, and he would say, "And did you hear what they are listening to?" <laughs> I said, no. mm-hmm. He said, "Did you hear those words?" Well, I didn't hear the words, and he would listen to the words. He would hear the words, and you know, he would stop it. He would stop it, but you know, anything they needed. Now, this is what he was. Mm-hmm. He, the type of person you know, asked for something, he said, do they need it? And yeah. he'd always provided the needs up to all the education and all, you know, the clothes and different things like that. And he mm-hmm. did, you know, and I, I worked after they went to school, and he made sure I was a stay-at-home mother. He made mm-hmm. sure I would not, he said, because do you want somebody, do you want somebody strange raising your children? So I didn't go back to work until after everybody was in school. So uh, mm-hmm. I just I just thank God for my husband who was a good father and took care of his family and his mother and helped some of his sisters and brothers. So I just thank God. I'm telling you. So I just, yeah. you know we so we we're just saying now to the fathers and especially some of the fathers who've adopted children or fathers who mm-hmm. have children in foster who the foster care fathers also or fathers yeah. who are stepfathers, fathers, to all kinds of fathers. There are all kinds of men who are fathers. So I just want to compliment you and just keep up the good work. There's greatness in you and know there's greatness in you because God put greatness into everyone. So, Janda, I just want to thank you. Now you can talk about your father. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I was thinking about what you said, and you're right. It's important that women not say negative things about the father in front of the children. I mean, yes, you know, you're going to have, my parents had disagreements, but my mother never said a negative thing about my father, and I thank God for that because, see, now as an adult woman, I can look back and I can remember all the good stuff. I don't have all mm-hmm. of those, you know, some people have some really bad memories of this day. I don't, I have, I mean, I think as you were talking, I think about, you know, I used to ride, with him in the car, he would take me around. We would go to Fairmount Park, or if he had to go to an errand, I went. We went on fishing mm-hmm. trips. Um, you know, I still remember times when he took me to the zoo and the circus. Um, and I yeah. remember every two weeks, this was a treat, every two weeks uh, when he got paid, he would pick my, me, no, we would pick my mother up, and then we would go, like back then at McDonald's was really, because it was like really new, a new thing. So every right, week yes. we would go and get something from McDonald's, and that was like a little Friday night treat. And I even mm-hmm. remember just things, like you said, a lot of things don't cost anything. He would put the music on, the record player on, as people used to call it. And I know people don't know what that yeah. is now. And he would push the, the coffee table back, and the two of us would just dance in the living room, which is why mm-hmm. I still like to dance mm-hmm. today. So it's like those little things that didn't cost a, a lot of money, didn't cost anything, that I still 
remember, and I mean, I remember when he, one day he, he I guess, got a new set of checks. He gave me his old set because he wanted me to learn how to write a check and mm-hmm. all the different parts of it. Yes. Um, he always told me he wanted me to have a job where I had a briefcase. <laughs> and right. back then I was like, okay, yeah, uh-huh, okay, Dad. But now I so. realized what he was putting into me. So, yeah, I mean, I remember all of those wonderful things. I remember the good mm-hmm. stuff. I remember the, the, the funny stuff when, you know, dads are always yeah. price conscious. So when we would go shopping one time, he wanted to get, a coat that was two sizes too big because he said, look, Jennifer, I had to throw into this thing. Of course, yes, my mother had yes. other ideas. Was she was like, you know, she was like, Janet is too small for that. And it was it was a green fur colored coat. She said, no. She said, Janet's too small. She said, anybody else, yes. But she said, Janet's too small to wear anything too big because I was just a small, you know, I was always small. So. Oh, okay. But yes. But it was just, you know, but it was just stuff. It was stuff like that. And I still remember the day, Anne, when I, my dad took me shopping for a class trip. Because, you know, when you went on class trips, you always had to have a little new outfit or something. Oh, yes. So yes. so he took me shopping. I got a pair of shoes. I was in the sixth grade, and I I picked out these platform shoes, Anne. Oh, mm. my mother got And when we got home, my mother, he showed my mother what he bought. She looked at him and she said, I hope you had a receipt because they're going back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. But, yeah, um, but, but you're right. Yeah, I mean, it's so yeah. many wonderful memories. Many memories. I mean, and I'm just thinking of something now. When I was 12 years old, Janet, mm-hmm. my father put me on this. He and I came to Washington. He had a sister and some relatives in Washington, and he brought me to Washington. And he had to go back. He, I was in Washington for a month. Oh, my goodness, that was an awesome experience. Mm. All around the White House, all on the lawns and everything. And, mm-hmm. and I, I went to my first zoo, the first zoo I'd ever been to, was in Washington. It that was a great trip because we just kept we just stayed busy. My cousin had children my age and some a little older, and, mm-hmm. and my aunt his, his his aunt I mean his sister, but his sister who was older she her her grandchildren and I were the same age, and mm-hmm. we just did a lot of things. I'm telling you. It was, you know, and and I didn't realize how great that experience was at that time. I was just yeah. having fun, but now that yeah. I look yeah. back to see, you know, at that at twelve years old, to do that, you know, it was it mm-hmm. was it was amazing. And then again, I was twelve years old again. I did a lot at twelve. <laughs> I came to Philadelphia to visit my other aunt, you know, and okay. it was it was it's you know as you as you think about. The things your fathers and mothers did for you, and how they mm-hmm. took mm-hmm. care of us, you know, back then, and and didn't this was, you know, the depression, uh, you know, because I was a depression baby, but the money came mm-hmm. from somewhere to do yeah. some of the, yeah. but there were a lot of free things that yeah. that we did, and he 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 bought 
the, his first car, now even though we were in cars all the time before that, borrowed cars, mm-hmm. new cars, I mean good cars, no junk. Mm-hmm. But he bought the, his first car when when I was 12 years old also. He drove mm-hmm. that car, it was a Chevrolet, it was a used car, brought and drove it up in front of the house. My sister and brother and I, he got out of the car, he and this, he and this white man, Went straight in the house and went straight to the kitchen and <laughs> and and sat down. But you know, and they started drinking. I'll be honest, they started drinking. And that's you know, this is a fact. So I'm not leaving out any facts. And and my mm-hmm. sister and brother went out and got in the car because we were so excited. And my brother was mm-hmm. two 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 years older than me. And he said, "Ain't going to have nice daddy for the keys." I went in the house as daddy for the keys. Said daddy, Sonny said, send the keys out. He sent the he went in his pocket, gave me the keys. I went out, and Sonny took us for my sister and I for a ride in that car. Wow! About wow. a week later, he told my brother. He said, Sonny, teach Ann how to drive, and that's all I was when I learned to drive. I didn't drive the car, okay. but he taught me to drive. He took me out in the car, my okay. brother, and taught me how mm-hmm. to drive. So and it was a, of course a stick shift, you know, back then. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you know, all these things for him to even say, teach your father to say to teach her how to drive mm-hmm. at that age. Yeah. You know, yeah. he knew I wouldn't be yeah. driving, but he wanted me to learn to drive. I didn't ask; he just said mm-hmm. it. He said, "Teach and yeah. son, teach and how to drive." But you know, when you think about that, and and his personality was. Mm-hmm. He he was telling jokes and things, and it was mm-hmm. it, it was good. It was good, you know. And my mother, yeah. you know, she was a quiet woman, and she was you know she was mm-hmm. ill most of the time. Not bedridden ill, but yeah, she was she wasn't feeling well a lot of times. But she would be right there with us, and it was it was just good. And so I just thank God for this opportunity to, to talk about my father, you know, with you. Yeah. And yeah. I think about to yeah. hear about your father, who was a great man. So, you yeah, know, we have a lot to be proud of and be thankful for. And we yeah. should take this opportunity and let other people who might think that they might be, because, you know, sometimes our fathers weren't perfect. So mm-hmm. we, 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 we have a, there's a tendency to dwell on the negative and leave out the mm-hmm. positive. And if we was yeah. would, would look more at the good things that they've done mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. the other little things that they didn't do or did wrong, there would be more good that they will see than bad. So I would just like for the, the wives and the mothers and the children to start looking at the good things that their fathers mm-hmm. did instead of the yeah. one little thing that they did wrong that they yeah. didn't like. We have a tendency to dwell on so you know, so whatever is good, whatever is noble, whatever is a good report, let your mind dwell on those things, and let that other negative stuff fall behind, and, you, and, and right. you'll feel much better. And if you're and, and you're talking right. about the good things that they did. Yeah, because there's a picture, and I post I post it on I think Facebook. It's definitely on Instagram. It's me and my dad. I think uh-huh. I may have, I don't even know how old I was. And yeah. um, I'm standing up, and every time he saw that picture, he was like, that's when I was poor because I only had one suit. So that's mm-hmm. how I always remembered that picture. 
until lately yes. I looked at that picture, but I looked at how he was looking at me. Now, mind you, I was my dad's seventh child, but he yeah. looked at me yes. as if I was the only child. And right. it was like I got a different perspective of yes. that picture, and it was like, wow. You know, and I even had a right. picture I posted yes. on Facebook yesterday of me sitting on my dad's lap. Um, okay. And it's like in every picture I have of me and my dad, he's always smiling. Uh, always. Yes, yes, yes. Even at high school graduation, thing. you know, high school graduation, I think he was smiling more than I was. I guess he was like <laughs> number seven. Number seven's done. Yay. <laughs> yeah, because he was proud of you, see, and they, they are proud. You yeah. know, you, you things happen, and, and, and it, it's just good. They they get a joy. They want to see you do well. They don't want to see yeah. you hurt or anything. You know, uh, they don't, they they just, they don't want to hurt you. They don't want to spank you. I remember, I only, my father only gave me a whipping one time, and that's because yeah. I said to him, mm-hmm. I said, I'll get you. <laughs> I ran up the steps. <laughs> he ran after me, and I ran up the steps. <laughs> But and it wasn't a real hard, hard, hard <laughs> whipping. But it was, you know, I was crying and screaming anyway. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he wasn't the type to, you know, pounce on you, or do things, and you know, it was not, I was no angel. But you know, I, I just thank God for for our fathers, and I thank God that we. Should, I do too. And and nowadays, especially now in this during this time and what we see happening to. Our, our African American or black men, we as women need to compliment them as much as possible. Yeah. And appreciate I don't care everything what they that they did do or good. what they've done or what yeah. they're about to do. Start complimenting people. Start complimenting yeah. these young boys. Start mm-hmm. complimenting these little baby boys and girls also. But the boys, I think right now, they need it more than ever. We're mm-hmm. going to have to build yeah. our boys up. And and yeah. I, I just thank God because there's some good kids. And, and stop calling these negative names. Stop saying negative names about our children because we're, yeah. we're, we're creating the atmosphere with, with negativity. And, and this atmosphere, we don't need it. We need compliments in the atmosphere, mm-hmm. good things in the atmosphere. So we're going to yes, just change your speech. No matter what you see the guy, the kid doing, just start saying there's greatness in him. He's a precious mm-hmm. prince. Things like that. Yeah. He's nice. He's good. He's a good kid. Mm-hmm. Start talking to them. Mothers start, and fathers will start talking to your children in, in positive and call them good names. In mm-hmm. Jesus' name. I'm telling you, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. important now. It definitely is. It definitely is. Well, yes. I know that you have to go to a meeting probably at eight forty-five. Yes, yes. Well, I don't want to want to hold you any longer than I need to hold you. Um, but for those of you who don't know, Ann Strickland, she is a businesswoman, a speaker, a minister, podcast host, of Principles of Prosperity, and the author of Principles of Prosperity: Breaking Down the Stronghold of Poverty. And you can hear her podcast here on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday at 8.30, correct, Ian? Yes, yes. 8.30, 8.30. She's a businesswoman. And that's just the beginning because I know, Ann, 
you're going to be celebrating a birthday this week. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Yes. yes. So you yes. got a birthday coming up this week. Yes, 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 yes. And you can say, I'll say it. You say it. I'm not going to say it. You say I'll it. I'll say it. I'll say it. Life begins at 84. Life Yay. begins at 84. <laughs> I love right. it. That's right. That is true. And I'm also in, that is true. they can also check check out um, annstrickland.paycation.com. I'm, I'm yep. also not just became a, a travel agent. Travel yes. agent. Yes. At the young like, age of eighty like three she became a travel right. agent. Yes. It's very interesting. It just happened a month not yeah, just a month ago yesterday. I know. Yes. So yes. everybody yes. Who, who all the senior citizens just you you have it in you. You have it in yep. you. And, and 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 don't let this let don't let society put you on the shelf any longer. Any longer, because there's still a lot in you that you can do. And 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 I didn't know I was going to be doing all this that I'm doing. I hadn't planned all of this for this time of my life, because I've been retired from a job since 1988, but nothing has stopped. And I didn't go out looking for certain for these things that I'm doing now. I wasn't looking for it, because I could just sit here in the house and relax and travel and just be content. However, there's a yeah. job for us seniors to do. That's so right. Seniors, you're not too old. So so get up and do it. Okay. That's Thank right. you, Janet. Thank you. Thank and you. And I'm, I'm so proud of you and your, your, what the gift that God has given you, totally organized, and your business and how you're carrying it out and moving forward. And I just want everybody to be in touch with you for your business, totally organized, to come into their offices and businesses and get things organized. And and, and you're going to be doing, you can tell about that too. Um, Saturday, Saturday, did you, did you, are you still going to do that? Well, we'll talk about that. I'm, I'm taking a vacation. I'll tell you about that, oh, okay. but I'm taking okay. a little vacation. But I will oh, be doing right. something at your location in the fall, probably. Not this Saturday, but in the fall. We just postponed. Oh. That's all. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah, but I'm taking, right. Janet's taking a vacation. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. All right. So thank right. you very much mm-hmm. for having me. God bless everybody. And thank you for being, and thank you okay. for being a guest. Bye-bye. Hello, this is Bob Lewis from Closet and Storage Concepts, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor. Well, happy Father's Day, Bob. Thank you so much um, for all you do at Closet and Storage Concepts, as well as in the community. And for those of you who don't know, Audible is a content includes more than 180,000 audiobooks and programs. And from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazines, newspapers, publishers, and business information providers. 
Well, my audiobook selection for this week is Wisdom of Our Fathers from Tim Rusted. I thought that would be a great because we're talking about Father's Day and celebrating fathers. And it's basically a collection of cherished memories from sons and daughters about their fathers. And it's a wonderful um, audio book. It's a great, um, still a great book to give a dad as an appreciation or just somebody who is a mentor, an uncle, godfather, a big brother, but it's the wisdom of our fathers from Tim Russett, and it's a collection of cherished memories from sons and daughters about their fathers. Because I feel sometimes we get caught up in the doing and the being, and sometimes people just need to be appreciated for who they are and how they've impacted our life. So you can get that book by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized so you can get a free audiobook and a one-month free trial of service from audible.com. So, of course, we're talking about men and, and fathers and dads getting organized. Well, I want you to um, be sure to go to my blog and check out the men's closet um, from Bob Lewis of Closet and Storage Concepts. Um, he um, had a wonderful article, and he allowed me to reprint on my blog. And I'm just going to give you a few tidbits because it says men and women often have different requirements when it comes to the design of a custom closet. And I know that because I've done closets for women and I've done closets for men. And, of course, I've worked with closet and storage concepts on both of those projects, so it was a great opportunity. First of all, men carry many handheld devices on them, such as a smartphone, maybe a tablet, and they need a designated place, so basically for it to be stored as well as charged. A flat area near power source is an excellent addition to any closet. Um, and, of course, wireless charges make it possible charging stations even when an outlet is not available, so that's great as well. That's one tip. Another tip for men and, and getting organized in their closet is organizing the ties and the belt. And actually, for those of you who are following me on Instagram, um, this weekend I uh, posted a wonderful product where you can organize your ties, your belts, but it also has space if you wanted to hang some hooks for your keys as well as if you wanted to put your your wallet or some other items in it. You can mount it on the back of a door. So it's a great thing for that as well. And, of course, you can use drawers to organize things as well. And then the third thing is, of course, you need some lighting. Lighting is key for men because of the blue, the brown, the black socks. You might be thinking you're walking out with two matching socks when you get to work and you've got a blue and you've got a black sock on. So the three things are you definitely want to have a space in your man closet dressing room for all of the things that are in your on you, your chains, your all of your devices. But you also want to be able to have your belts and your ties and all of those accessories organized, whether you use drawers or whether you use hooks. And, and also on my Instagram page, there is a great little um, photo of a, it's, uh, somebody actually framed an area on the wall, because a lot of times we have that, that empty space in our walk-in closet, and they put some hooks and use some 
some ties and, and belts, et cetera. So if you go to my Instagram page, you'll get to see some of those nice little um, variety of items. And the third thing is making sure you have the proper lighting in the area so you can get the browns and the blacks and the blues all working together. So those are my tips for Taylor's tip time for this week. And, of course, I want to thank all of you for following me on the Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Thank you so much for following me. I really appreciate it. And as well as those of you who continue to support me on Blog Talk Radio and that community as well. Well, tomorrow is Frosted Tuesday. And as we celebrate Father's Day, men, I want you to donate something. Just one thing that you no longer wear. You no longer going to fit. You no longer want to be seen in it. Just one thing. Because there are now a lot of different organizations for men. And any items as well, any suits, because men are going, you know, some men may be through that transition period in their lives. They need some suits for the jobs, the interviews they're going for, or the jobs that they're getting. Um, And they just may need a lot of different things for themselves as well. So think about that as you look in their closet and realize there's stuff in there that you haven't worn for a while. So make sure you do that as well. So that is my Closet Tuesday tip. So my app of the week is from Red Laser. Now, a lot of you know I've I've, uh, been promoting that. I love Red Laser. You download it on your phone. When you're out, you see something. You may want to know what the price is. All you need is a barcode. It's great for men because a lot of times you are out and about doing so many different things, whether you're looking for home improvement items, some tools, or maybe some boy toys, but at least you will have an idea of, especially if there's a barcode, what the item costs. And I thought it would be nice and it's handy, and sometimes you just may not have the time to, um, you know, possibly look for um, different help and you just want to quick know what something is and just go on about your day. So I thought that would be great for you men out there. A product suggestion from this week is the Standing Ballet from Kenneth Cole. I may have suggested this before, but I wanted to suggest it to you again. It's a lidded storage compartment with magnetic closure and pull drawers for additional storage. This is from Bed, Bath, and Beyond. And, um, of course, on my social media, you will get to see a physical visual of it to see. And I know that one gentleman who I follow on Instagram actually found something similar at a thrift store. So you may be out there thinking, mm, I want something like this. This may not be in my budget. And you may be able to find something that somebody else got rid of. I also follow another woman on Instagram, and she's always finding such treasures in the trash. Um, so, But just get creative, guys. Get creative with the things you need to help you stay organized. And then, of course, my repurpose suggestion for this week, because a lot of you out there are wonderful handymen, is repurposing old doors to make tables, to use it for shelving, to use it for the hang things, put hooks on it and hang things on the entryway, is to repurpose those items in your house to turn it into something functional that will help you and your family stay organized. So again, my app for the week is Red Laser. My repurpose of the week is uh, my, my my repurpose of the week is a, a repurposing old doors and my standing ballet from Kenneth 
Cole, from Kenneth Cole. So um, those are my little items for the week. And, of course, you know, always make sure and to go to my website at www.JanetMTL.com, you know, just to contact me, to read my blog, and to just find out a little bit more about what I do and how I can help you on your journey to living an organized life. And, of course, next week, I'm excited because next week we will be talking about doing business virtual. And this is all for you business people out there thinking about business in business. I will be having two awesome women, Lynn Robinson, who is helps me um, really manage my social media, uh, and also Bavonia Robinson, who is a tech guru, and we're going to be talking about the benefits of you as a business owner, whatever your size, really utilizing how to do business virtually. Um, I do, as some of you may know, I've been working with one client for five years, doing things virtually for her federal government contract. Um, I do business for a lot of other clients as well virtually for them. I don't have to be in their physical space. So it is a wonderful benefit as a business owner, but also a service that you can provide your clients who um, need your service, still they need you on site. So I hope you join us next week. I hope you tell your, your fellow colleagues, business associates, your team members, because this is something that everybody can learn from. So please join us as well. And um, as I was mentioning at the beginning of the show, and of course when Anne um, Strickland was on, yes, Janet is taking a vacation. Um, after next week's show, I'll be taking a one-week vacation, so probably July 6th. I'm not sure if I will. My team is telling me to actually air one of my old shows, which I probably will definitely try to do. But I'm just going to take a brief um, vacation because I have um, felt and decided that I was so anxious after I had my surgery to just get back into things that I really have not taken time. I'm doing well. Actually, uh, yesterday I walked up seven flights of steps, getting back in the groove of that, and tomorrow I'll do the same thing. I'm exercising. But I also felt like I needed a, a mini mental break, and which is why um, the newsletters will not be um, published um, until probably about August. So we're taking a break from June. We're taking a break in July. I'm still publishing and posting the blog. I'll still be doing stuff on social media, but we're going to be doing some back of um, behind-the-scenes stuff because we are coming out with a brand-new Janet M. Taylor website, um, which we have been working on. I should say they have been working on, so we're excited about that. Um, we have um, did some revisions on some of our e-books. I'm excited about that. I have decided to postpone the summer organizing camp, so it will not be at summer organizing camp for 2015, but there definitely will be one for 2016, along with some other things as well. I'll be doing, as I mentioned, as I mentioned earlier, that I was going to be doing some live events, but I decided to kind of postpone them a while because I think sometimes in our lives, in our effort to just continue to do and do, we need to take a rest, we need to take a step back, we need to really just 
look at things, and I wanted to make sure that I am always providing you um, what is relevant for you and your life. So, which is why, um, which is why I decided to just take a little mini break. Not a big break, just a mini break, um, because I've already got all the shows lined up after um, July 6th on up until the end of the year. So um, I will, you know, I'm excited about that. I've got guests lined up. I've got topics lined up. But, of course, if you have a topic, please always make sure you um, contact me via my webpage and the contact page and just make sure you just put in, um, you know, what you are, um, what topic you would like for me to talk about in reference to getting organized. So I wanted to um, just share that little bit of information with you. So, again, next week we'll be doing virtual business, and then after that I'll be taking a quick break, and then I will be back again. So I will be back next week. Um, But for your motivational quote for the week, ambition is the path to success, vehicle you arrive in. William F. Hartley. The the fourth, and it says ambition is a path to success. Persistence is a vehicle you arrive in. William Artley, the fourth. So, I truly want to thank all of you for joining me this evening. Again, happy Father's Day to all you dads out there. And of course, you know, please, you know, always share the show with your family your friends, social media. And, of course, you know, if you're out there on social media, you know, be sure that what they say, hit me up, let me know you're out there. Because <laughs> I love, I love communicating with you out there on social media. And, um, you know, especially on Instagram, Facebook, um, you name it. I love it. So, I hope you, I thank you again so much for listening. And um, please be sure to visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com. And until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day for both of all to have an organized Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.